0: So here's the thing. I feel like when we have no content, we end up being long-winded. And so, like, the episode, the actual cut episode just, will be 22 just minutes, say. but we'll go, like, way over.
1: Oh, my God. You don't need to show off your point while you're making it. <laughs> Howdy. it's Tuesday, December 10th, 2019, and this is episode 113 of Do For A Win,
0: the Atlantic City and Casino Biz podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? I'm feeling rested and relaxed. It's good to take a nice three-week break yet again mm. between episodes. Though I have to say, that the episode
1: numbers are getting bigger and bigger. It's becoming more unwieldy to say them every week. I know you You need the three weeks just to recover from I know. I'm reading. like stretched to the limits of my ability right now.
0: I don't know how much longer I can keep this up. <laughs> it is, you know, adding probably a significant percentage to the amount of time sp- speaking that you have in any given episode.
1: That's right. Yeah. I have to say for our listeners, in case you don't know, if you want to really hear a lot of not me talking very much, listen to our very early episodes where Craig is the host as well. Yeah, I think we switched on episode 25, right? Did we? I think that's right. Because we had noted at that point, I think every episode was 96% Craig talking and 4% me talking. And after the switch, it's more like 80-20,
0: which is good. So if you want to go back to 96% and 4%, send an email, or maybe (laughs) we'll put a poll up in the uh, the Facebook group. Anyways, this is the show. We're not going to change it.
1: Yeah, it is what it is. It's too late at this point. We're 113 in, so. We are truly old dogs with no new tricks. <laughs> I like that you were drinking there and could not speak.
0: It's <laughs> my only hope for getting a word. <laughs> and you didn't. That's the worst <laughs> part. This is why I have to talk all the time. So
1: anyway, year 2013, online gambling was legalized in New Jersey on February 26th, so. That is the big news. It was long rumored. We talked about PokerStars' attempt last episode to buy the Atlantic Club because everyone knew this was coming. But this is when it happened. And, uh, yeah, it's a super important part of the gambling ecosystem in New Jersey now.
0: Yeah, so the reason that this is especially relevant to Atlantic City, in case you don't know the rules, you have to have a physical casino in Atlantic City or you have to be affiliated with the physical casino in Atlantic City to be able to offer online gambling in New Jersey. So you can offer online gambling statewide, but you have to have that physical footprint in New Jersey. So, you know, you get things like play sugar house, which sugar house casino is in Philadelphia, but they have affiliation with, I don't even know which casino. Um, so there are like all these online sports books, but they're all affiliated and like leeching off of another casino's actual casino license. So, uh, so that's why, there's a lot of value in it for the Atlantic City properties, and that's why Poker Stars wanted the Atlantic Club, which they did not get.
1: Yeah. So, Revel filed for Chapter 11 in February, and the Atlantic Club did the same in November. And uh, I have to say that both were huge successful
0: stories, successfully restructured, and are the thriving enterprises they are <laughs> today, right? Yeah. Chapter 11, you know, you can come out of Chapter 11. It doesn't mean that you're shutting down immediately. <laughs> Did not happen in these cases.
1: No. They both uh they were both twenty fifteen, right?
0: For final closure. Twenty fourteen. They were 2014. in the, the massive uh. closures of twenty fourteen. So Golden Nugget not doing amazing right now mm-hmm. in brick and mortar. Yeah, they're certainly they're racking it in and online though. So, you know, if you know, who knows what Ravel would have ended up doing, because who knows if they would have even made an online casino because that's how poorly it was run. But you know, if Atlantic Club had just stuck it out for a little longer do you think they could have brought in some profit and, and still be there today as the Atlantic club? I think if there was like a big enough partnership, like with poker
1: stars, like it may have made sense, but it would have been completely on the back of online. I don't think that that casino is going to succeed <laughs> as a brick and mortar enterprise Yeah, beyond just
0: keeping the doors open. So you could ha- offer online gambling. Yeah. And the problem was, you know, of course the state, when they talked about this and Chris Christie, who was a big proponent of it, the governor at the time, when they talked about it, they talked about just giant numbers that were gonna come in. And it and it's really taken now, you know, six years for those numbers to come up to any anything even resembling what they were talking about. And they thought it was just gonna be this immediate flip a switch and then there would just be massive revenue. Um and so we're only now to really a point where it seems like the online is a really significant part of the revenue that these casinos take in. So I you know, you could say, Oh, if they just had made it to you know, another year, if they could hung on for six months and really had an online gambling operation, but really they probably wouldn't need to hang on for another four or five years. And, uh, that was not going to happen. I don't think for yeah. either of those properties.
1: No. And I don't, I just don't think it was going to happen as, as much as I love Atlantic club and want to buy it, you know, with all of our do for a win earnings. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't think it was meant to be true. So Carl Icahn nixed a deal to sell Trump Plaza for $20 million to the company that owns Grand Sierra Resort in Reno. And even though to you, uh, listener, that may not sound like very much money, I will tell you that I think the offers in future years will go down from there. So <laughs> it's a little preview for what's coming up.
0: Yeah. So they had Trump Entertainment Resorts had a deal in place and it got to Icahn, who I guess is the mortgage holder. You know, he wasn't like actively managing the property at that point. And he just said, no, that price is too low.
1: Yeah, you would have to think, looking back on that, he wishes he had taken it right.
0: Yeah, I mean, just, he's been sitting on it ever since then. And I just can't imagine that he's like, "Ooh, that was a good decision. What mm-hmm. uh, what a job well done on my crumbling Trump Plaza property that I think until recently he still had to pay a million dollars a year or whatever to somebody for property rights. I think he finally <laughs> paid that guy off. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. So what happened in 1913, Craig? One of our favorite places in Atlantic City. Uh, prob- probably the favorite, I yeah. would say. We're very sarcastic when we look back <laughs> on 2013 and nineteen. I mean, I think I'm very sarcastic all the time, but I wonder how many new listeners are just very confused yeah. all the time listening to us. Especially the start of episodes. But uh, the Garden Pier opened on July 19th, 1913. And when it opened, it was, you know, further up the boardwalk, not near the sort of center of the boardwalk at the time. Things like the Steel Pier. And it was the upscale pier. It had B.F. Keith's Theater, which held premieres of plays like Tobacco Road that would go on to become long-running Broadway shows. And then after about 20 years of catering to high rollers, I guess, high rollers in the non-gambling sense, it struggled in the 30s, ended up being bought by the city in 1944. And at this point, we're really talking about the mega down years of Atlantic City when It was being used as World War II training ground, I think.
1: And then, like, had, yeah, like barracks and stuff like that, more or less.
0: Yeah. So uh, the city did reopen it as the Garden Pier Civic Center, and that had a historical exhibition, a fountain, and a band shell. And I don't know how long that lasted. I know that it was closed for a while after Hurricane Sandy. Like, there's still a museum there. Yeah, there's like a museum there for a while. And then it closed after. Hurricane Sandy, and I don't, it may have opened for like days, and then they finally were like, this is too much, and they sold it to Bart Blatstein in 2016. And if you remember, it very, very briefly opened as a beer garden called Pier AC in 2017, which we've yes. made fun of a lot. Talked about undo for a win. <laughs> uh, and now it seems to be what? Bart Blatstein's garbage?
1: Yeah. Literally, if you look at it half the time, it's just full of stuff that obviously no one wants. So.
0: So I remember when I was like 10, younger, probably playing Monopoly and the little snotty kids would be making up fake names for all the properties and Marvin's garbage always like to this day, I remember uh, Marvin's garbage. Bart Blatstein's garbage is the new Monopoly. So <laughs> import- important, question, Craig, which piece did you prefer in Monopoly? I think the dog oh come on man that's oh, always the cannon the, the cannon is the best yeah, yeah. Uh, i think I, I for some reason i feel like i ended up either as the dog or the wheelbarrow all the time mm. the wheelbarrow is not not exciting a poor a poor effort
1: all around but you know i think yeah. car is better uh the thimble even the thimble
0: is pretty it's interesting at least i think my brother always wanted to be the car mm-hmm. which makes sense to this that sounds, sounds right yeah.
1: yes <laughs>
0: Uh, anyways, hey, that's very Atlantic City-related talk because of yeah, the most Atlantic City. So, the Garden Pier. How about that? Yeah, do you think it'll ever be opened as anything in yeah, the time that we're still sure. going to Atlantic City? I hope so. Once Blatstein sells it? Probably. Yeah.
1: How do you feel about your bet that uh, the oh, man. Bart's, Bart's box of slots is going to open up anytime soon?
0: Yeah, no, it's. <laughs> I might as well just give you the money for that one now. <laughs> Put it on we my need tab. to crank out the episodes to get to episode two hundred. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, but that's the whole reason that I've been uh, delaying these episodes. That's why yeah. we're going three weeks. Is like I can add fifty percent of my time and save that ten buck bet or whatever it is.
1: So, speaking of pumping out episodes. Listeners, I think we're probably going to do a mailbag episode for the next episode, given that it's going to be the holiday soon. And I don't think that recording is really going to be in the cards because you'll be traveling some and it's going to be hard for us. So yeah, there's just if, not
0: going to be any news to speak of. <laughs>
1: yes. If you would like us to answer any questions, you can uh, send them to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or shoot them to our email account at do for a win at gmail.com. And we would love to answer them. And uh, you'll probably have about a week to send them in because we'll probably try to record at the end of next week and then maybe we'll get it up then or perhaps the following week of Christmas. Sounds good. It does sound good. Do you like my unilateral decision?
0: Yeah, let's I'm I'm indecisive, so I need somebody to make decisions for me. That's right. Good.
1: That's why we go go all well together. I do have to say that if I had one word to describe you, it would be
0: indecisive. <laughs> looking for a reason to give up that's more significantly more than one word that's right
1: speaking speaking of of which you you
0: still have not uh used your diamond celebration dinner is it going to happen yeah my parents are going to take our kids while i'm down for christmas and we're going to try to go to the gdl by giada de laurentis at horseshoe baltimore which i think is both how you and dave used your diamond celebration dinner this year
1: yeah i i actually used it there two years running now and i actually think it's a very good restaurant i've enjoyed it both times I went, so. My wife is a huge fan of the Italian food, so I think. As is mine. That that will go over well. And I am not a big fan at all of Italian, but even I think it's pretty good, so highly recommended. Anyway, we were hoping to announce a trip, although if we were going to announce a trip, it would have probably been last week that we would have recorded. Uh, We were trying to go this week on Thursday and or
0: Friday, but it seems like it's not happening, dude. It seems like it's not. Yes, it's Tuesday night. No, it seems like it's not. Yeah, so. I'm still, I still have off from, from work. I mean, I oh, still do it. <laughs> so what, are you just going to go to work if at this point and be like, oh, just kidding. I wasn't actually going to take time off. Or yeah, you? so I worked on Thanksgiving and Black Friday. So
1: I have two days I kind of need to take sooner rather than later because it's not officially on the schedule. Like they prefer you take it not too long afterwards. So I think I'll probably still end up at least taking Friday off regardless
0: going to the horseshoe maybe uh no so i ended up with some work complications that made it so that taking any time off in the next two weeks would look extremely extremely bad you know i work at a university for one thing so it's like the end of the semester and should be the rush but then also like we're down to skeleton crew and losing another person who's supposed to do support uh so unfortunately yeah i really thought there was some finagling about, would it be Thursday, would it be Friday? And I really at no point did I think it was actually going to fall through until like, was it Monday, Friday? It was very recently. It was certainly less than a week, before. it was we Friday.: were to Yeah, you,
1: it yeah. was Friday. It, you said it's just not going to happen. The sixth, I think, is when you are declared that you're not going.
0: Yeah. even though you actually haven't declared that yet to my knowledge, but <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going, in case that was unclear. Yeah, so we're, so we need a follow-up. We need a rain check. So
1: it's it's up to you again. I you know I've reached out to people. I'm gonna to try to make a big trip happen in January, and then you've already thrown a kink into it, being like, well, I don't know about early January.
0: So what's going on, man? So my wife, my wife's anniversary, my my wife's anniversary <laughs> is at the start of January, and we typically go to Atlantic City for one night. Hmm. So that will either be the weekend after New Year's or the weekend after that. My wife actually is asking for earlier. She was pushing for the fourth, which I think is my preference for you to go as well. (laughs) Yes. So that would actually make it easier because I think then, you know, 18th, 25th, whatever, all this work. So 11th. So wait, (laughs) would you, if you're pushing for a bigger trip, would that be a weekend trip for you?
1: I, I think I would push for like Wednesday through Saturday or something like that. You're not kidding about a big trip, like a three nighter. A three-nighter. Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night. When was the last time you
0: stayed three nights in Atlantic City?
1: Oh, boy. Before my first kid, I think. I think, I think the trip we took that we talked about on episode one, I think that was it. I think that was three nights, right? It might, it might have only been two. No, I think that was only two. Oh, I don't know then. I mean,
0: in the good old days, all my trips were three-day trips, more or less. Oh, my goodness. I can't even imagine. I'm, not, I'm honestly not sure I've ever been on a three-night AC trip. But Vegas, my goal, certainly there's no point in flying out there if you're not going to,
1: you know, I invited my uh my friend that I went to school with, but who went to Hong Kong with me and our other friend Andy, who is going to be having a baby at any moment now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I invited Greg along so he would be flying in from Phoenix. So I feel like it'd have to be at least, a you know, some amount of time for him to do the uh whatever, five or six hour flight from Phoenix to <laughs> Philadelphia.
0: Three nights, man, that would be amazing. I have, I just looked it up. I've never done a three-night trip in Atlantic City. Two nights is the most I've ever done, which I've done a bunch of times. I mean, I'm not expecting you to be able to pull a three-night no, trip. No, no, but... three nights not happening. I might be able to pull two, though. Yeah,
1: like you think you can get Andrea to drop the kids off on a Friday morning?
0: Ooh, good question.
1: No. <laughs> so you will be doing a one-night trip? Well, or staying until Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, my goal, what I'm aiming for, is a Wednesday through Saturday, probably either the 8th through 11th or 15th through 18th would probably be best, but we'll see.
0: Okay. 8th through 11th would be extraordinarily difficult for me. It would, I mean, I would not be able to go on the 8th because that's my actual anniversary. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> all
1: right. 15th <laughs> through 18th, is that what we're marking down? You'll be there all three nights?
0: Yes, mark it down. In all the, right. In... The the thinnest very light of pencil, pencil. and yeah. yes. chalk. So that's planned. Mark put that on. It's on it's the
1: calendar. I think. I think listeners, you can. Yeah, definitely write that in permanent marker. Surely there will not be any changes. Craig won't have any other weird life things that happen to come
0: up and ruin everything. Yeah, this wasn't even my weird life thing. So. Should we talk about the podcast superiority pool? Because I am... Uh, There's not much to say. I mean, we're
1: doing exceptionally well and are not even close to the lead,
0: so... We are now 14 points behind the 7 Out podcast for first place. Max points per week is six points, because you do a three-point pick, a two-point pick, and a one-point pick against the spread, your confidence level. And so we could go perfect the next two weeks, and 7 Out could go 0 for 6 the next two weeks, and we would still not have caught up to them and there are that's, only three weeks left in the season what's our what's our record 27 and 15 that's unbelievable we're almost hitting two-thirds of our games yeah. and we are more than two weeks behind <laughs> Vito also 27 and 15 but four points ahead of us because he is better on the higher number picks mm-hmm. seven out 30 and 12 30 and 12 that is 71 percent
1: I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't, you I, do, when you get hit by a freight train, you just have to be like, well, nothing to be done there. It's not like we could hope for a better performance from ourselves because I think we're we're running as odd as we can.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you're beaten by the best. Yeah. So that's that. Well,
1: but I think we're 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 hoping for, you know, maybe Vito will stumble and we can we can sneak into second and save our money.
0: So second gets their money back. We also have still have the charity bet against the better life and that bet, which I got mocked for giving them, what was it, a point and a half? It was Better Life plus one and a half on the season total when we were only up by one when that bet was made. Uh, we are now eight ahead of them, so I'm feeling good about that. Good. None of my dollars will go to charity. Let's just establish <laughs> that right now.
1: That's what the bet was about, right? It is. I mean, if if your dollars went to charity, that would
0: what would be the point of even betting? That's true. I have to bring that up with Eric. by the way are we gonna have a a seven and nine division winner in the nfc east uh you know how
1: great it's gonna be when the winner of the east is seven and nine and has to and
0: hosts like a 13 and three wildcard team out of the west it's going to be amazing it's gonna be even more amazing when they win that game i'm actually really annoyed though that the eagles came back and won yesterday because if they had lost a 6-10 and division winner would have still been in play but now i know both the eagles and dallas have six wins and they play each other so you could have 6-9-1 and one. you could have 6-9-1 and one. that would be fantastic
1: and yeah they're going to play the 49ers or the seahawks or whatever and it's unreal yeah. it's unbelievable yeah don't know don't know what to
0: what to say I mean, it's kind of good for the 49ers or Seahawks, right? Like, you get a wild card. You're playing one of these just crap teams. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're going to lose. I think it'll – it's just the way football has been. It really is, yeah. The first round especially just feels like –
1: I mean, so I I do want to say about the podcast, superiority pool. we foolishly, once again, even though we both knew it was a trap – we're like Seattle was favored by one or something in the pool against the Rams. And then the line immediately moved to like Rams plus two and we're or Rams minus two. And we're like, this just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like nothing about this makes sense. And it's the second time this season this has happened. It also happened when it was uh, the Packers were at the chargers and like the Packers opened as like a moderate favorite. And then it basically moved to even money. And we're just like, the chargers are terrible <laughs> like what is this <laughs> and in both cases the team that we believed was terrible before the game just absolutely blew the doors off the other team so
0: i don't know i don't yeah. know i don't understand a lot of other people fell into this trap at least like people had seattle as their three-point pick we did not do that we only had i mean Meso we talked ticket,
1: specifically but... about how we liked it but were just confused by the line movement and did not want to put too much on it i couldn't even find a real explanation of why it moved but Sometimes you just look at things and you're like, you know what? The people know something? I don't know it. I'm just going to trust them. And in this case, they saved us a point or two. If we fully trusted them, we could have saved ourselves one more point by betting on something else. But
0: yeah, we probably would have lost the other one. That's what I tell myself. Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't know, man. This football is weird. It makes no sense. I don't understand betting. Yeah. Except, I mean, we're pretty good at it for the most part. Apparently.
0: All right. So Ocean has a new... CEO that happened it did happen a lady CEO that's true very rare in the casino industry uh, I'll link to the Wayne Perry article about it but uh, Ocean Casino Resort the Acre as we call it has appointed Terry globaki as its CEO so she's been in the interim role since August so it's not like this is somebody from nowhere she's she was also I think the COO at Revel she previously worked for Tropicana. She was at Trump Entertainment Resorts. Uh, no, she's the CFO at Revel. So she has been at the property for a while in different capacities. So the article points out there have been female executives in AC Casinos before, um, but she will be the only one at the moment. Any thoughts on the new CEO? No, I mean, it seems like from all the
1: uh, numbers we've been looking at, Ocean is... Turning it around is probably a bit much to say, but
0: it's not doing as badly as it was doing. So hopefully she can keep it going. So one thing that she said is she reads every social media post she can find from customers about the casino. Do you believe that? I mean, if she does, then she saw a lot of stuff from Eric Eric Rosenthal, Jim from New York. (laughs) Who else was in on that uh, pile on there? Uh, Ed, I think, got in on it. So yeah, I mean they took a lot of heat. They did sort of reverse course on that comp expiration thing, um, although not after they wiped out all their comp liability or most of it. Yeah, I mean it seems like they're doing reasonably okay compared to what they were doing before. And she's been in the interim role for a few months, so. I do have to say that I've been getting
1: incredibly generous offers since the last time we went to Ocean. I don't know if I mentioned it last episode, but like really, really, like head and shoulders above what i get from any other casino so
0: and it's not like you've gambled there a ton right
1: no but you know it's like every day like 75 dollars free play and you know i have seven night a week comps which in the winter is not too impressive but
0: (laughs) so better than a sharp stick in the eye my brother and i both got the same email today which was like congrats you got a bonus comp night yeah i got that too and so what days did it list for you do you know? It was just
1: like a couple days in the next week, I think. Yeah, but like you're already getting. Yeah, I have seven night a week comps.
0: Seven seven night a week comps. It doesn't make any sense. So it was all weekdays. But for my me. trips
1: could only be three days, so perhaps I could have used that to make a four day trip no, if I really
0: wanted. No, because the asterisk said cannot be used to to combine two trips. To combine two trips, yeah.
1: But so, I think it would be allowed to make a four night trip with that. You think? yeah so what because you have to check out for at least a day right like all casinos do this basically that you know you can have whatever the limit is for a comp you know three nights five nights whatever then you have to check out for a full day and then you can go back and start another trip but right
0: so in that case you would have to like go for three nights check into somewhere else and then go for another night right
1: but oh but i think with this it's not wouldn't count as another trip i think you could make a four-night trip if you were me or like what, what do you get now i get two nights sunday through friday so every mm. night but saturday Okay, I think you could use a make a three night trip with with this thing. You just okay. couldn't have two two night trips that you stick together with it. Uh,
0: I'm skeptical, but eh,
1: it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm not going to no need to go to ocean for seven days or whatever. I'd be able to do if I could <laughs> stick these
0: together. That's a good point. I'm sure one of our more comp aware listeners has the full reasoning and everything behind that. Because I took it to mean like I couldn't tack it on to. My existing trip. Like, if I had two comp nights, I couldn't then add that as a third comp night because I'm limited to two comp nights.
1: Yep. All right. So, Ocean is also no longer affiliated with Hyatt. So, I know a lot of people were really bemoaning the loss of, you know, paying uh, 12,000 Hyatt points in the summer to get a weekend night, um, which I did do once to put my in laws up in a room. So, certainly something i've used in the past but it is going away and will not be here next summer so and certainly you should never ever ever do that in the off season so
0: yeah it's i had used it for two nights uh the last two night trip i went so whatever that was 2018 august 2018 um and it is pretty disappointing it's nice to have that in in your pocket as an option especially in the summer um i sort of end up racking up a ton of high well not high points but chase sapphire reserve points that i can then transfer to hyatt just tons of them yeah so just not and having that, them not having that as an option kind of sucks and i mean it's not like i don't have other options or can't just pay for the room but it was good it felt it felt obviously not as good as comped but the next best thing i feel i know a bunch of people who mm-hmm. are really into points are like that's just money i'm sure you will say the same thing it's just money but it doesn't feel like money, Kyle. That's how they get you.
1: It's currency that you can use to purchase things. I don't know. Isn't you, that
0: what money is? You can purchase things like a room at Ocean on a weekend that you couldn't have otherwise gotten.
1: Actually, you can't, Craig, because it's going away.
0: It's true. So it's, it, it seems like they'll still honor them through the end of this year. Yeah. Uh, like, I think December 30th, <laughs> not the 31st. And then it's just going to completely go away. So. mm mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest news of the week, unfortunately,
1: is that for the first time in do for a win history, you've been able to finally link
0: an NY Post article
1: talking I, about how the Arena Football League has officially folded.
0: This is definitely not the first time I've linked to an NY Post article because uh, they had some talk about some Carl uh, Icon stuff back in the day when uh, mm. around the uh, Taj Mahal. Closing. They seem like the sort of paper that would really, really like Carl Icon, so... Yeah, I don't know if they do or not. That's a good question. Yeah. I should go back and look at at that. But, okay, because I could seem also like the CNN. sort of paper
1: that my Google feed or whatever on my phone is always like. You must read this article about, and it's like, Sam Darnold hooking up with a girl after his win, and at a bar, and I'm like, why would you ever think this is the thing I care about? <laughs> <laughs> like, what part of any part of my search history says that this is something I want to read? <laughs> awesome,
0: sounds right. Uh, so. This thing, very similar to that story, it's football related. <laughs> um, the Arena Football League has folded, which we sort of knew was going to happen when they announced that they were ceasing all operations temporarily and were reassessing the situation. So they've reassessed and decided the business model doesn't work yeah. in the current climate what well, can you say so, sometimes Vince McMahon in the XFL just muscles you out? And you yeah,
1: gotta... well, Ron Jaworski is going to have to be extra nice to his ESPN overlords now that his uh,
0: business venture didn't work out. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess he was not exactly raking it in on the Arena Football League. Well, that's why he has to be extra nice to have him at ESPN. Got to keep making that you know paycheck from his day job. Yeah, so all your blackjack swag, if you got it for the one season that the blackjacks <sighs> existed. Um, oh, it's going to be so cheap on eBay should here remind you of the baltimore stallions which i believe were uh, great, what great one season winners won great the great cup, cup and then moved
1: nah, it was like was it only they were here for like
0: two or three it seasons. might have been two
1: seasons it might have been i think we'll, we'll go to i went to a game at the memorial stadium
0: yes they played two seasons i was gonna say for the sake of the podcast i'm saying one but they did play two seasons uh yeah so that's that another short-lived sports team in the history of atlantic city non-professional i mean professional but you know not big four sports yes clearly the answer is to put a big four sports team in let's get the nba (laughs) playing in boardwalk hall
1: yeah sorry 76ers
0: you're gonna have to move
1: just down the expressway
0: be awesome would be great they should play one game a year in atlantic city yeah like the the wizards play a couple games at baltimore arena Baltimore yeah. Arena is like falling apart. Yep. Oh, it's the worst. I mean, I still love it because of going to minor league hockey games there when I was like oh, seven yeah. years old. Skipjacks, Yeah, Baltimore I Skip went. Jacks. I went to every Baltimore Blast game for,
1: and by every, I mean to just an
0: awful lot, but Baltimore, not everyone. Baltimore Blast still exists.
1: Yeah. Well, I went to a lot of Baltimore Blast games, and then I went to a lot of Baltimore Spirit games, oh, yeah. but I don't think I've been to a Blast game since it came back as the Blast.
0: Yeah. Uh Anyways, that's the news. There was not this much of it. The sort of talk that our listeners really enjoy. This is the Baltimore, like, barely semi-pro sports talk. <laughs> we can talk about Indoor Lacrosse League next. What was that? The The Thunder? Was that the team that, <laughs> that played sounds, there? That sounds right. Gary Gate, I think, was one of the players. A legend. Canadian lacrosse legend.
1: Going down the ocean, hon. Going to have me some bows. Yeah.
0: Get in the water. Watch the oyos. You do that a little better than I do. I'm from Prince George's County. We don't talk oh, like that. Yeah. I'm from Baltimore County, sir. I can I can pull that off anytime I once. All right. Bulber, Maryland. If you want Kyle to do an entire episode in that accent, <laughs> let us know in the comments. Now I live in Washington. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one. Love it.
1: Oh boy! All right. Yes, I'm sure that everyone was very amused by all of our Baltimore talk.
0: <laughs> you don't, you know. I think a lot of like Maryland people for some reason go to Wildwood. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So you do hear that accent a lot if you go even south of Atlantic City. Mm. It's like if once you get to Ocean City, it's it's all Baltimore accents. Um, but like the, the so like the Philly accent, I don't think is that different than the Baltimore accent. It's yeah the o's are a little more pronounced so so wildwood is just like all these philly and baltimore people and it's just some crazy accents going on there
1: yeah i just remember last time we went to do for one sponsor chickies and pete's that our waitress had like a very thick philly accent It's great that was good
0: it's what i want in my life chickies and pete's i mean
1: i of course prefer a baltimore accent
0: but all right next episode it's done
1: That's, we have to reach a certain Patreon funding level to, to get yeah. that to happen, I think.
0: Or, or drunkenness level. Yeah, I mean, it's not my first beer of the night, let's put it that way. Well, it probably helped grease the, the gears a little bit. I think we established that your first one was not actually a beer. Is that's, that right? That's it was, You're it right. You're right. But not my
1: first alcoholic beverage of yeah. the night.
0: I'm still on my first. The quality, the same. Anyway... If you want to
1: reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at facebook.com slash group slash do for win. I find all of our incredible Baltimore related content at Baltimore do for That's the,
0: uh, that's the offshoot. We're expanding. Yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. Proven the business model and now we're scaling up. Certainly. I mean, we've raked in so much money that expansion
1: seemed like the only reasonable choice.
0: You have raked in a lot of reward credits at the Horseshoe Baltimore. So that's like profit.
1: Yeah, I certainly have. And I spent a lot of them on you and Taylor at the Koi, so so uh, it's profit for me too. Yeah, that's profit more for you than me. It's great. Uh, you can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, but absolutely not YouTube. Uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter at addresses previously given in the episode. So I hope you were paying attention. And same thing with the email address. And we still have shirts. If you have a loved one that really needs a shirt that will attract a lot of attention to casinos. Let me tell you. Go for, do for win dot com and order a shirt because we have an
0: awful lot of them. You will get a lot of comments in the casino. I can attest to that. Yes. Uh, nothing about actually somebody listening to the podcast, but just a lot of like, oh, I'm also due for a win, which is exactly what we were going for. We Except didn't realize that, that that was not necessarily something that you would want. You know, you I mean you specifically, Kyle. That's not something that you would want. Random no, people making comments to you.
1: It actually was one of the happier moments of my life when the pit boss talked to you and Paul for like a half hour about do for a win and not me <laughs> <laughs> sitting anonymously at the table nearby. Amazing. Was I, even, I even
0: pointed you out.
1: And she's just like, that guy doesn't have a do for a win t-shirt on.
0: You're lying. He's not <laughs> wearing the shirt. <laughs> uh,
1: best decision of my life. And now look at all the comps I get from Ocean. That's true. It's well worth it. If I was talking to the pit boss, I'm sure I wouldn't have been rated for that time.
0: Oh, that's definitely true. Since yeah, She would have gone in, back into the machine and been like, wait She'd a minute. She'd be like, that guy was talking to me. He wasn't playing. Yeah. Just erase that entire hour, basically. Just take that whole session off the books. Yep. Oh, uh, so Spotify. Speaking of Spotify, we got our year end since we're creators. They give you your like, mm-hmm. who listened to you the most and that kind of stuff. We have two listeners who subscribe on Spotify. That's what we found out. Good, good.
1: Uh, congratulations to you, too. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. By the way, I'm very disappointed in all of our listeners. No one has uploaded uh, Rube's Easter at Atlantic City yet, so I had higher hopes for you, but I guess no one wants the episode in 100%
0: Baltimore yeah. accent. Then That should be the prize, 100% <laughs> Baltimore accent. Uh, so I don't really see how this is any different than Mark and Dr. Mike from You Can Bet on That posting a clip at the end of their episode and saying this is really obscure – And then people figure it out in like four minutes. Uh We didn't get our Rubes go to Atlantic City up in four minutes. Step it up, listeners. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. It's exactly the same as what they did. I won't hear any different.
1: All right. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Send in your questions for a mailbag episode. Do it right now. If you have anything you want to ask us, send it in. And uh, we'll talk to you all in, I don't know, a week and a half or two weeks.
0: You want to know the greatest headline in the history of the New York Post? Go ahead. Alleged subway perv doubles as hockey referee no one likes. That guy refed like 50 of the games that I played in at Chelsea Pierce. And he was also was a subway perv. Busted for groping five women on the subway. Chelsea Pierce hockey players say Jacobson is a referee no one likes, a source said is it is it true Craig though? No, he's like he was like one of the best referees in the league.